Amen. Amen. But living in a mansion. But when you understand how the system works, you know how to maneuver. Well, I'm talking to the saints of God, but we don't understand the system of God. And therefore, we do not know how to maneuver and we get discouraged on the journey. Get discouraged. I'll make it a little bit clearer for you. Many of you came to the military, amen? Many of you did, and some of us came along for the ride. Those of us just married to you, amen? Amen. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and he should be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Come worship with us. Enter the Elevation of Faith, Church of the Living God, 1279 Pickin' Road, Leesville, Louisiana, where God is first and people are always. Welcome to the Living Your Destiny broadcast with Dr. John Barton, bringing you the Word of God with simplicity and revelation. Now, let's join Dr. Barton for today's message. Have you accessed the grace of God that was freely given to you and allowed that grace to change your nature? So that's why this other teaching of grace, we have to understand that I'm not the same person I once was. Glory to God. I'm not that same. If you're a woman in here that you were once caught up in the life of promiscuity, you are not that same woman anymore. You are a new creation. If you're a man and you had addictions and you had a lifestyle that was not pleasing to God, with that new nature, you are not that anymore. The question is, have you been born again? Have you received that grace? Because if you have not received that grace to be saved or to be born again, then your nature is, is just like that pig. You can get all cleaned up on the outside. You can get fixed up on the outside. But if you have not been born again because of your, your, that nature in you, that ungodly nature, you're going to go right back into the lifestyle you once lived. And that's where we miss it with the grace teaching. We have to understand that God has given us the power. It's in our nature. It's in my nature to want to please God. It's in my nature to want to serve God. It's in my nature to want to live holy for God. It's in my nature to want to praise him and honor him with my life. And his grace empowered me to do that. This is not something that I could want to do in and of myself. It's his grace on the inside of me. So it's in our nature as born again believers to give and to be a blessing. It's in your nature. So when we say it's kingdom investment time, the person that gets mad and upset about it, uh, I wonder about that nature in you. Because God, the Bible says in John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave. Giving is part of your nature. Being a blessing is part of your nature. That's who I am. Amen. It's who I am. I'm a giver. I'm, 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 I'm blessed to be a blessing. So I don't argue, complain fuss or bicker about things that God has put within my born again spirit. It's in my nature to want to do these things. It's in your nature to love. Well, I can't love. Yes, you can. You can love. It's in your nature to forgive. It's in your nature to do good things because of our new nature in Christ. We can live our lives for God's glory. 
Yes, you can. Touch somebody and say, yes, you can. Now go to Ephesians chapter 2. I want to show you this, Ephesians chapter 2. Now we looked at verse 8, and we're going to look at verse 8 again. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. And it says, for by grace are ye saved through faith. And that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Not of works, lest any man should boast. How many of you know we, we should have that down pat by now, right? But we got to keep reading. We have to keep reading. Let's look at verse 10. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works. So, you know, I have to get you to understand, it's not a sin to do good works. As a matter of fact, you are born again to do good works. But we understand it's not our good works that saves us. It's not our good works that affirms us. It's not our good works that approves us. But we do need to understand why we should do good works. First of all, when you understand it, you have to get the Tuesday night teaching on righteousness to really understand this point. Remember that when you accept Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, he justifies you. He declares you to be righteous. He acquits you from all sin and guilty charges that was against you. That's his grace that did that. Not because of your deserving it, but because you put your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's what a man qualifies you to be, a saved, uh, uh, to be saved, is faith in Jesus. Not faith in religion. Not faith in yourself. Not faith in what somebody told you. No, faith in Jesus. Jesus Christ alone is your ticket out of hell into heaven. Are you with me on that? So I've been saved by grace. Say that. Say, I've been saved by grace. Come on, say, not by works, not by works. But, by grace. but by grace, I have been saved. Have been saved. Now, notice what happens. Not only does he justify you, but he sanctifies you. Hallelujah. Do you realize that many Christians are fighting that next step? Sanctification. They understand justification, but they don't want to be sanctified, set apart. And during this stage, this is when God does a work on the inside in our soulish realm, yes. in our thinking, in our mind, in our attitude. And he begins to work on our lifestyles, our habits, our decisions. And many people fight the sanctification stage. But how many of you know that that's the stage that's going to cause you to walk in the fullness of God? God is doing a work in some of your lives right now. He's, he's, he's weeding out things that don't belong. Mindsets that you've had for many years. He's weeding out ungodly relationships that's been in your life. Tox, you know, in tox, you know to causing toxic things to happen. He, he's causing such a work to be done on the inside. Sometimes that work can be hurtful, huh? Yeah. Right, right. It's like he's pruning you, just like a gardener prunes a plant and, and, and clips the, 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 the weed from the plant and all the things that are unhealthy for that plant. All of that takes place in the sanctification stage. 
where God says, now that you're mine, I want you to be fruitful. I want you to bear, John chapter 15 says, much fruit. Glory to God. So that you can do a work for me, so that you can represent me properly in the earth. How many of you want to represent God properly in the earth? Okay, so I'm not saved by works. However, I am saved for a work. Did you get that? I'm not saved by works, but I am saved for a work. Remember, I'm saved to serve. God did not send his son Jesus into this world to die for me so that I can live for the devil. Oh, it got quiet in this Pentecostal apostolic word of faith Bible taught in church. I'm saved to serve him. What inventor do you know that creates a product and just lets the product do whatever it wants to do? There is a purpose for everything that inventor creates. There's a purpose for every person that is alive today. If you're here under the sound of my voice, there's a purpose for your life. God has orchestrated you to be here this particular year, this particular time, for you to fulfill a purpose for his, for his kingdom. And you cannot fulfill God's purpose if you are not committed to serving him and if you're not truly tapping into your new nature. Can you say amen? amen. So he says we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God has before ordained that we should walk in them. Are you walking in God's plan for your life? Now let me read this in the Amplified. It says for we are God's own handiwork. His workmanship recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, that we may do those good works which God predestined, planned beforehand for us, taking paths which he prepared ahead of time, that we should walk in them, living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. Now, if you were here last Sunday, I talked about grace for living. And I talk about, you know, how there's so much argument about in the body of Christ. Oh, I'm not under law. I'm under grace. I'm not living under the law. I'm living under grace. But the question is, are you living? Are you living under grace? Because living under grace, you will bear the fruits of grace. There will be some testimony in your life. That is evident to your family, that's evident to your friends, that's evident to your co-workers, that's evident in your neighborhood that you have received that grace. And that grace has transformed you. See, it's not just enough to settle for being forgiven if you're not delivered. It's not enough to say, oh, I'm just, I'm forgiven. That's, you know, that's good. Being forgiven is good. But being forgiven means that God has removed that, that debt that you owed. He has removed that penalty that was one, that, that, that penalty, the penalty of sin was going to result in death. And through your receiving Christ, he forgave you. He removed that death. Now God is looking at you and saying, now will you serve me for what I've done for you? Will you serve me for what I've done for you? Can I use your life as a living testimony that the power of God is real? Can I use your life? Can I use your mouth 
with, to, to, to fill your mouth with goodness and with the gospel instead of gossip? That's why Paul is teaching the church of Rome in Romans chapter 5 and Romans chapter 6. Yield your members as instruments of righteousness. You're no longer a sinner. You're no longer this, this person that you once were. You are a new creation in Christ. Now God says, give me your life. Give me your instruments. Give me the members of your body. Give me your hands, your feet. Give me your voice. Give me your eyes. Give me your ears. Give me your life. I want to bless you. I want to deliver you. I want to use you for my glory. Are you available for the master today? Again, I'm not saved by works, but I am saved for a work. There's a call of God on my life. There's a purpose on my, that God has ordained for me to fulfill in this time. God did not allow you to live. Amen. God, how many of you can say God has spared me from some things? How many of you can testify I'm supposed to be dead? I'm not supposed to be alive by the grace of God. I'm alive today, Pastor, by the grace of God. Oh, by the grace of God. Sickness didn't win. Death didn't win. Trouble didn't win. The lies didn't win. By the grace of God. So with what God did for you, are you going to serve him? You need to understand it's in your nature too if you're born again. It's in your nature to want to please God. And guess what? If you're not serving God, look at me, look at me. If you're not serving God, on the inside, you're going to have a discomfort. You're not going to have any peace. You're not going to have any true happiness. You're not going to be fulfilled or satisfied. Not, that if you, not, not if you're a new creation in Christ now. Because there are some things that God will not allow you to rest in. Like others comfortably rest in. This concludes our message for today. Thank you for supporting John Barton Ministries, where we are committed to changing lives and changing futures. You can secure a copy of today's message in its entirety on CD by calling 1-888-727-8900. Order today and watch the Word of God change your life. If you're ever in the Lafayette area, we invite you to join us for a life-changing experience at New Kingdom Ministries International, the place where new life begins. Services are currently held at the Holiday Inn Holodome on 2032 Northeast Evangeline Thruway in Lafayette, Louisiana. Service times are every Sunday morning at 9 and every Tuesday evening at 7. For more information on upcoming events, to sow a financial seed, or if you would like to partner with Dr. John Barton, 